1: Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Trial Time with Dean Watling. There's been some hot set of trials um, at Ramwick on the Kensington track yesterday. We had some nice trials there in Victoria yesterday as well. We had some like superstars like trees trialling at, at Mornington today as well. And we've got a hot set of trials there tomorrow at um, Rose Hill. So I think he's ready to go. G'day, Dino.
0: Morning
1: again, Gareth. Um, So much to talk about, mate. So we'll have a chat about a few of the the superstars of the sport and some of the the horses that have trialled recently um, around the country. We might start off in Sydney, and you were happy with the trial of Learning to Fly. That was back on the 16th of January. She's this superstar filly by Justify that had an injury layoff, and hopefully we see her back at the races shortly.
0: Yeah, she's obviously a filly that maybe a lot of punters out there probably forgot about. She had an exceptional two-year-old campaign. We'll touch on her in a second, oh, probably at the end of the show, Gareth, with a, a nice, juicy futures play that I think we can chime into. But she won the Group 3 star Stakes. She was an English Millennium winner, and she won the Group 2 Riesling Stakes before. She started a second favourite in the Golden Slipper. and lost the rider. You mentioned it. She missed the complete spring carnival with little setback, but... As a trial perv and as a punter who loves to look at the trial, I think this creates a great opportunity for us uh, in the autumn to chime into her first or second up where maybe the big guys haven't caught on to her improvement. And that's the best thing about trials, Gareth. We can compare her trials last time in to now. We can look at her physically, times, so the way she goes about it, and we can forecast that um, improvement. So two trials now. She's ready to go. She's looked beautiful in action. The latest trial that you mentioned then, uh, was absolutely exceptional. That was on the 16th. She beat Griff, Riff Rocket, a tissue, and Espiona in that hit out. She looks like she's forward too, yeah. Gareth. Um, so I think she's ready to go first up. So I think we might see her over the 200 metres and then extend up to that 1,400 metres second up, potentially in the surround stakes.
1: So out of those those horses that and heat to at Warwick Farm back on the 16th, learning to fly Griff, Riff Rocket, a tissue, and Espiona, would you say she was the most impressive? Which horse are you most excited to see back?
0: Yep, definitely. She was clearly the pick of them. That was her second trial. Tissue and Espiona, they were having their first hit out. So they sort of um, sat back at the rear and found the line really well. But learning to fly was exceptional. Griff was really good. He's the horse who's maybe caught us off guard and progressing um, really well. So he's one to watch. But learning to fly is clearly the horse I want to take out of that trial, guys. All
1: right, then. Then what about um, in heat one of that trial, uh, heat one of the sets there at Warwick Farm on the 16th? You had Invincible, we know he's a star, Buckaroo, who's now with... Buckaroo's with Kiramara and David Eustace, or Waller?
0: Waller now. Yeah,
1: Chris Waller. Um, it was formerly an O'Brien-train galloper. We all know how good Think It Over is. Fangirl and Militarize. What a what a heat that was, mate. What'd you make of that heat?
0: Yeah, fair amount of horse flesh there and money going around. Tis of was great. Stepped a little bit slow, but she built through a gear as well. She looks like one who's physically come back. A lot better, and I'm guessing we might see Tiz and Vincent learning to fly Clash mm-hmm. in the Auden Gareth, which is a little bit mouthwatering. Um, those two fillies going at it. Buckaroo's the one I really want to chat about and talk about out of this trial, Gareth. We saw him first up in the spring. He was trained by Joe O'Brien. He was good first up without raving, but then I thought his second up effort had a stack of merit. That was in the champion stakes, 2000 metres um, down there at Flemington. The obviously won the race, but if you can remember, he was sort of set a light uh, on the turn off a really strong tempo. And he looked the winner at the top of the straight and then his fitness just gave out. So I love this piece of work. It was as sharp as kids invincible. We know Buckaroo will get over ground as well. So I think that bodes well for him. So maybe you can have a chat to Johnny O'Neill and see what that target for Buckaroo is, his preparation. Can't wait to see him back for Chris Waller. Outside of that, Tinkin' Over was good. Fangirl, militarized, we know what they do. They just sit back and find the line. Typical Waller hit out, but... I think Buckaroo is the one I
1: really want to take out of that trial. Okay, so I'll find out where Buckaroo is going. I think Fangirl, she's in the market for the All-Star Mile, but I'll be surprised if she heads to Melbourne for the All-Star Mile. I think she'll be staying in Sydney. It um, militarizes the X Factor, isn't he? I think he's the most fascinating horse heading into this year's, well, this, this carnival.
0: Yeah, he is. I think he's one that I probably learnt a lot about in the the spring carnival, especially off his trials. If you can remember his trials were probably a little bit lackluster; they weren't the best. And then he came out on first up, rattled home. Then he went on to win the Golden Rose, where he probably shouldn't, when the blinkers went on. So, what we've learnt with him is don't really look too much into his trials. If he's trialling really well, then he's come back enormous. But his typical trials are out the back, finds the line effortlessly, and I think he's just a purely race day horse. So excited to see where he gets to. He could be the the top of the three-year-old crop. They were a little bit lackluster in the spring, but I think he was one of the clear standouts.
1: All right then, mate. So that's a hot trial um, or hot heat there at um, Warwick Farm. We had some nice trials there at Randwick on Monday. We'll start with uh, the Mumbai Muse trial. Um, Michael Friedman, he presented a few of his stars and they all performed pretty well, really. Yeah,
0: they have. Obviously, Malkovich took the trial out and if, Trials were worth anything. He'd be a Group 1 winner of yeah. the trials, so we know he always wins. But the three olds behind it are the ones we want to chat about. Blanc de Blanc, Mumbai Muse, Chris Delia, uh, probably the three that we want to touch on. Mumbai Muse is interesting. Probably has a little bit more residual fitness than a lot of these in this trial. So she's only had 10 weeks off the scene. Last scene, winning the Group 3 Red Roses down the Flemington Straight, Strait being Soltaire. She has form around Keenan, General Salute, Tis Invincible, and Kamachi. But... I think we've got to take that into note, Gareth, when they've got that residual fitness. Um, they've probably got an edge on the roles and the trials. She was good. It would be interesting to sit down with Michael Friedman and ask him if much between Mumbai News and Blanc de Blanc. I think I would take Blanc de Blanc out of the two. I think mm-hmm. she's in for a massive prep. She's similar to learning to fly. Missed a lot of the spring, but had a great two-year-old preparation. She's not in the of the futures markets for the surround states, which maybe tells me they want to keep it to these sprinting trips, Gareth, under the sort of 1,200 metres. I'm not quite sure, but I think out of this trial, Blanc de Blanc's the one I really want to take home. I think she's in for superb prep. And as a trial watcher, I think we've got an edge on her because we didn't see her in the spring.
1: 4 four double nine seven three six seven three six. if you had a question for Dino about the, the trials that have happened over the last week. Um, I want to ask you about Private Eye because he's in the next, next heat that we'll have a chat about. He was out the back, but... Does he usually trial like that, or should we be concerned? He heads to Flemington, they tell me, for the the lightning down the straight over the 1,000 metres, taking on a horse like Imperatrice.
0: No, I don't be concerned at all. He's only had 11 weeks off, but he was just out the back doing his own thing. I think when we see these speedy horses up front, Queen of the Ball, Hip Hip Hippiparara and Mabaria, um, we're never going to see him match modes with them. He's a horse who... Saves his best for race day. He's a horse who can look a little bit plain at the trials and then look exceptional. I think the biggest thing out of him is if the Joe Pride camp's keen on him and they're happy with him, that's the biggest push because Joe Pride's an absolute master. He can get horses that look like they're going backwards in trials and then he spruits them and then they come out uh, first up, second up, and they, they launch. So that was only his first trial. Look for a second one potentially now. They might keep him fresh, but um, his action, stride, Everything through the line pointed to me. Gareth said he's back. um in really good order.
1: All right then. A- out of that heat, did you like any of the horses at trial? I think Maximal's is an interesting one for me. I think he needs a dry track, but Johnny O'Shea's always been bullish about him, and he just hasn't had any luck with him.
0: No, hopefully the rain stays away from this order. We tend to get a fair amount of rain, but he was good. That was his second trial. He's off the scene sixty weeks. I think he's a horse guy that potentially would need maybe one or two uh, runs um, and maybe a yard watch. The one out of I wanted to note was Arapaho. He is a good trialer, but this was an exceptional piece of work. He missed the spring as well. He had that little setback. I think he was meant to go to the Japan Cup, but he didn't quite make it. He's a Sydney Cup winner, um, but when you see a stayer trialling up um, with that amount of freshness in their legs, uh, they can only run well in this preparation um, coming up.
1: All right, then. Um, so out of those trials there in Sydney on Saturday or on Monday, including the two-year-olds, um... Did you walk away and think, who are you disappointed? Who are you excited about? Manos is a horse that we talked about a lot. J Mac told us yesterday, don't give up, Gareth, but um, he didn't troll as well as I thought he would. And there was a few that the bubble burst, I reckon, there yesterday. What would you make of Shangri-La Express um, the, the super yep. favorite?
0: There was plenty of nice two-year-old trials. Um, Proust was impressive. Uh, that was his second trial compared to Shangri-La Express first trial. So that's probably a good lesson to learn. For the punters out there, it was Waterhouse, Bot, versus Worldhouse and Bot, but one was having its second trial, one was having its first trial, so um, I think Shangla Express was great and didn't have to do too much, was on the inside. Um, I think we see sharp improvement second up from that horse. Proust was good, probably a horse that's progressed a lot more from the the preparation. Now, Trunk, um, Milan, who was the gym crack winner, and Espionage was nice out the back, but I think there's no concerns at all for Shungara Express. It was really good. That was Heat 3. Heat 4, Linebackers is the one that I really want to take out okay. of this. Unray Superstep for Um, Really nice effort, this. John O'Shea looks like a nice two-year-old here. And the ones that I really want to touch on, Bodyguard was good in his first trial. Second trial was a little bit lackluster, but he did do that as a two-year-old before winning down the straight. But Fearless was fine in that Um Wanted to be really against Invincible Madison. I don't know where she's at. She trolled up like an absolute rocket pride at Jim Crack, but she looks like a different horse this time in. So I'm worried about her. And Gareth, uh, I know you're not going to like this, but I'm very worried about that 2nd of Manos. He looked poor. His stride was really short and not what we wanted to see. in a little bit of a click-off, but Zilelcy, who come over the top, looked twice as good as that. And so did County Offensive. So... Oh, no, Max, I no, j actor don't give up, but oh, I'm close to giving up, unless he gets blinkers maybe on race day.
1: But Snowden's have done that. You mentioned Bodyguard did that before his first-up effort down the straight. So they can do that from time to time, that stable.
0: They can, and I think they used the blinkers first-up last year with a horse by the name of Don Corleone, and he really sharpened up. It. So maybe it's a lazy horse, but his first-row was good, but... I'd- Oh, yeah. I just didn't like what he did there. When he's pushed out his stride, he just didn't extend. So, potentially, blinkers. And we know trials aren't everything, Gareth. Um, race day can be a lot different when the pressure's on and the blinkers are on. But if I want to be with him, I'd love to see him do something on debut because off that trial he's going to start short and I'd be taking him on off that second trial.
1: What about the Victorian trials at Cranbourne? Jimmy is star of Pride of Jenny. Pride of Jenny will get into the All Star mile. In fact, she won the race that was the highest-rating race, according to the Long Jeans ratings, that was announced um, this morning, the Champions mole. So she won the highest-rating race in Australia last year, and she tried alongside Jimmy a star. Jimmy a star looks like he is a star watching that trial.
0: Yeah, he's the one I really want to take out. Obviously, he's got residual fitness. He's been up probably a little bit longer than prior to Jenny, but he looked exceptional. What I loved most, Gareth, was his last start win, He put himself into the race and this trial he put himself into the race i think if he wants to be an elite horse here in australia um he needs to be able to settle forward of midfield which he's been doing so i'm excited to see where he gets at he's known for a lot of different races across the autumn um, but he's one who could definitely progress through the grades prior to jenny it's gonna be fascinating what the bookies do with pricing her in the the autumn what do you do she is obviously a two-time group one winner back to back there in the spring Troll's fine. She'll improve drastically out of that. Moran just, uh, don't worry too much about their trials. Um, they get them fit with their data at home. But Jimmy Starr, very, very exciting horse. He's only, what, what did he win? a bench, Benchmark 78, 88. I think he progressed the black Type uh, quite easily, guys. All right,
1: Bella Nippertina and Samajic, the mare there for Graham B. He probably didn't perform as well as we thought she would Their last preparation, but we all know how good Bella Nippertina is, and she loves a wet track.
0: Yeah, Bella was absolutely phenomenal last preparation. She took out the Giga Kick Stakes, beating home the Everest winner and a couple of others. Same the one I really want to mention. That troll was absolutely phenomenal. Gay and Beg is a phenomenal first-up trainer too. Like you mentioned, we probably didn't see the best of that mare in the spring, but looking at her recent trial, I think she's back bigger than ever, and we might get a price first-up, hopefully placed in the right race. But um, big ticks for both of those and probably... Um, the one out of all that set there at but on the 22nd was Seymourjik. I think she's in for a really, really nice preparation.
1: And I'm Unstoppable went close to winning a big group one down the straight at Flemington. He'll be aimed up at the Lightning in the Newmarket, this preparation. How do you think he's come back?
0: Yeah, he looked good. I wouldn't be raving about the, the trial or the jump out there. I think it was a, a really poor heat. There was nothing really to note in behind him. He just went through his work nice. The time was slow. Um... But he's probably one I would like to take on this preparation. I know we on third in the uh, Coolmore down the straight behind Osmosis. But I just think those three-year-olds, they weren't our top crop in that sort of back end of the spring, Gareth. So um, I'm thinking in my mind, he's probably okay. one that I really want to take on in the um, uh, Autumn Carnival. I think he might just come up a little bit too short purely being anchored off a couple of those runs against the inferior three-year-olds.
1: All right, then. This no surprise that wherever the blue and gold goes, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. You've got a future. couple of future plays for us, Dino. We've got a couple of questions to come for you. And Ben Gleeson's not far away to have a chat about imperatories. Jump out at Mornington today. This is Giddy Up and Trial Time. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Dean Watling with you and Gareth Hall, of course, for Trial Time. Giddy-up. Um, DeanWatling.com You can get all of his information with his trial report By going to that website Dino, you've got a couple of future bets from the trials That you're keen on, take it away Yep,
0: we've got two that I want to mention this week uh, they purely come off the trials One is Blue stratum a two year old Blue Point He trialed At the Cranbourne on that new inside track Last week, he's come up around $17 In the English Millennium, I think that's huge old it's beaten by Oderson, who's 4 50 in that market. We will see him this Friday at Caulfield in the preview, the Blue Diamond preview, and then he's targeting the English Millennium second up. So if he goes anywhere near winning or does win this week, um, Gareth, I think $17 becomes a lot shorter. The second is learning to fly. The surround space market's out on Bet365. She come up $9. I'd suggest if we saw her in the spring, she'd be clearly the favourite for that race. So I think there's a good edge there that we didn't see in the spring, but um, looking at the trials, we can forecast that improvement. Mm-hmm. So two for the pumpers to jump on, the Bet365. Blue Stratum, English Millennium, $17. And Learning to Fly, Surround Stake, $9,
1: Gareth. Got a futures bet, according to Cuffey, he's just sent in a text message. Boys, did you see Stay Focus? This was a horse that won the, the Winning Your Win Race... Um, at Geelong for the Blue Diamond for Bennett Racing and the Corstons team. Jockey has said, well, the jockey has told the owners, I think that it's gone to a new level and it's getting ready for the Blue Diamond. $8 at the moment. Unbelievable odds. Your thoughts there, Dino?
0: Yeah, very, very impressive, um, David. I think it was a horse that me and Mitch Lewis wanted to follow out. And he's a horse who probably got to learn to really lengthen his trial. I did see that... Uh, little tick over hit out and it was impressive and i think that blue diamond he will start really really short in that race i think he might even start close to favorite um looking at that sort of first up run and the the tick over trial so eight dollars seems really well especially if storm boy doesn't go that way which i highly doubt he does yeah
1: he's definitely not going bob is still the favorite he's going there he's not going to the english race which is favorite stay focused at nine dollars with bet three six five so you're getting better rods there cuffy could you please ask Dean about counter-offensive? He looked impressive winning a two-year-old trial at Randwick. It was in that trial against Manos, of course. Tommy Barry said he was. It surprised how he said before the trial he would would, would want to would want to have ridden, of course, Manos. But he was surprised with the way that counter-offensive went.
0: Yep, yeah, really good hit out. I thought the two horses, first and second, really showed up, man. Also, Counterfensive was good up on speed. We love to see that as a two-year-old. Um, more often than not, you're going to be on speed. The waterhouse and bottles support us that. So, I think mean, if you like him, he's a horse who's got that race experience under his belt now. He's come back for that second prep, which we know is the key recipe for a lot of these two-year-old races, Gareth.
1: Good on you, Dino. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Sensational stuff. It's an exciting time of the year.
0: Yeah, you too, Gareth. Thank you, mate.